Hello, hello. Saddest night out, episode 14. I will put this out on Thursday, but I am recording this Wednesday night as I walk away from the Victoria in Dalston. So you might hear a bit of traffic in the background. And I'm trying to hold the mic a bit better this time, so hopefully it won't ruffle too much. Yeah, so I've just finished the Corinthian show at Victoria, at the Victoria in Dalston, which I mentioned in the previous episode. And it was a very good show. I got there a lot later than I intended to, so I missed all the other bands except for Corinthians, who are the headline act. I did get to talk to a lot of people, though, which was great. And this series is really starting to come into its own. I spoke to Alex, who is a fan of the band Corinthians. I think she only learned about them recently, but she very much enjoyed what she discovered. I think today was her first time seeing them. So she will be the first interview that you hear. And then I spoke to Ziggy, who is from the band Echo Pressure, who are one of the bands I unfortunately missed. But he put on the show that happened tonight. And he talks a lot about his ethos and his intentions behind hosting such shows. Very heartfelt, very passionate, which I really appreciate. And then after that, I wanted to talk to Michael Tomlinson, who was in the crowd, because I know he's in the band Factory Seconds, so he's always an interesting guy to talk to. He was a little busy at the time, so I'll ca- I'm sure there'll be a gig of his in the near future where I'll catch him and talk to him there. But I, so I reached out to Alex, the singer, the songwriter as well of Corinthians, on Instagram earlier today. So I was originally, I thought I'd maybe just talk to him, but after they'd all packed up their stuff after playing, because it's now, I think, what, half 11? I'm just hoping I catch all my trains in time and don't get stuck on the night bus. But after they'd packed up all their stuff, I started talking to Angus and Fran. Angus is the bassist, and Fran is the drummer of Corinthians. And then Alex caught up and joined us. And then Daisy joined us as well, who was the synth player and backing vocalist in Corinthians. So I had all of the band minus the guitarist whose name I've forgotten. I want to say Toby, but I think Toby might be an ex-member of the band. So my apologies if I can't remember. Maybe Gideon? Yeah, I can't quite remember. I met a lot of people tonight, so the names are all a bit of a blur. So you'll first hear me talking to Alex, the fan of the band Corinthians. Then you'll hear me talking to Ziggy, the guy who put on tonight's show and he also plays in the band Echo Pressure and then you'll hear me talk to first Angus and Fran and then Alex and then also Daisy basically four-fifths of the band Corinthians very interesting conversations and yeah the more people I talk to the more confident I feel in this whole idea I don't know if everyone's just being polite when I tell them about it and give them the oh that sounds interesting but I choose to believe that it's it's sincere so I'm grateful for it And I am now just catching up to the Overground Station. And if you'd all kindly say a prayer for me that I catch my trains in time and I'm not relegated to the night bus, I'll be most grateful. And then at the end, I'll probably record the ending when I get home. Otherwise, enjoy this day's episode. See you. Okay, testing, a bit of distance. I think we're okay. So we are outside the Victoria in Dalston 
we've just seen Corinthians play. I'm Roy, what's your name? Hi, my name's Alex. Alex, how did you hear about Corinthians? So, uh, it's very weird actually. Uh, I met Alex on a tube and I gave him my card Uh uh, with my number on it and uh, he invited me to this wonderful gig tonight. How long ago was that? That was actually a few days ago, probably about a day ago. So yeah, I'm quite new to the Corinthians. So that's when you started listening to them? Yes, yes. What was your first impression? First impression is you know what, I've been missing this in my life, like this kind of music, I've been really missing it. I used to be a music journalist actually and I gave that up because uh, I wasn't feeling anything from the current music industry. Okay, that's what I And I heard Corinthians and I thought, whoa, hold on a minute, I want to learn every every song, I want to learn all the words, let's do You want to do the deep dive, learn everything there is to know about So before them, who were the last kind of acts that you were into to this level? Um, so I usually, usually, to be honest, I listen to a lot of dance and house music, a lot of sort of old school Detroit house. Um, but my first love is rock. Um, okay. <laughs> new me- I went through in the new metal phase. We all uh, <laughs> but, uh, And then I came out into indie, sort of more, more experimental math rock, so battles, okay. everything, everything, that kind of thing. Right. And I've been kind of searching for that kind of thing for since ever since really so do you not typically go to smaller gigs like this then? Um, I do actually um, but it's been such a long time so I've obviously been working blah 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 life yeah, yeah. has got in the way I mean this is a Wednesday night I'm not yeah. expecting a huge crowd this kind of thing yeah but I do genuinely love like, small, smaller gigs they're quite intimate are there any gigs coming up that you are looking forward to um, I did want to see Nine Inch Nails actually as part of uh, I think it's Guy Garvey's curating something I don't think it's Guy Garvey but someone's curating something at the uh, South Bank Centre and uh, I really want to see Nine Inch Nails to kind of relive my youth <laughs> I'd love to see Nine Inch Nails that's, another, that's like a, a bucket list band yeah. I hope to one day see uh, are you going to any festivals this year in Canada? Um, I do hope to go to Field Day Actually, yeah. That's like the coolest um, kind of festival that you can go to. Did you ever go to Reading and Leeds or anything? Or Glastonbury? No, no, I've never been to the big ones. Did you um, want to? Or just uh, No, they've never appealed to me because they're so big. Yeah. Um, and because I kind of get lost, to be honest. And uh-huh. the bands I like aren't that mainstream. I know that sounds a bit... To be honest, there's only about five people that listen to this anyway, so don't worry, it's not time, it's reputation or anything. Okay, that's okay. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would love to go to uh, Field Day because Erica Badu is playing, I believe, uh, and someone else I really like as well. I can't remember. That is a pretty eclectic taste in music (laughs) that you have. Nine Inch Nails to Erica Badu. (laughs) I don't think most people. So, when did your taste get so broad? Or have you just. Like, was there someone that introduced you to all these different types of music, or did you find it all yourself? That's a really good question, actually. I, I went on a self-discovery. Uh, there was MTV2 when I was about 17, and I was just rocking out to that every day, every day with my brother. And uh, from that, I knew, I kind of discovered that uh, some of the rock musicians and their voices were kind of derived from soul mm-hmm, and um, old-school kind of blues um, so I kind of sought out those soulful voices that I heard in rock music, um, and that's what kind of where it grew. Really, my tastes grew. Did you ever make music yourself? Sometimes on Garage Band, right, very right. very minimal stuff. But I, yeah, it's. Uh, Did you ever play to anyone else? <laughs> or is it just kind of a private collection for now? Um, yes, the latter, I think, private collection. Um, for now, like maybe for, in the future. For now, yeah. I mean, I've got one thing on YouTube, but it's, it's nothing big. 
Anything you want to plug, actually? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for now. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the very, very near future. A perfectly valid response. So what do you do when you're not checking out live bands? Um, I work in craft beer. Um, so there's already a um, kind of like avant-garde space in beer as well. So it, it kind of go hand, kind of goes hand in hand, the music and craft beer. Yeah. Um, I mean, venues so I like, like this, yeah, they do kind of sell that type of beer. So I imagine... Yeah. A lot of crossover there. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, I do like to merge uh, music and beer. <laughs> that's a, that's a, you know, it's kind of normal, normal kind of uh, combination. All right, and so you say you don't. Well, you make music that's more personal. Do you ever DJ or help to curate your friends' tastes in music? Um, I would. I love to help out if uh, if I ever know any musicians. I do know a few musicians, but they never really play any gigs. So, uh, but if that comes up, I'll definitely, definitely plug, yeah. plug anyone really. <laughs> well, thank you very much for talking to me. You're welcome. Catch you later. Thank you. All right. Testing, testing. All right. Still at the Corinthian show. Hi, Ziggy. Hello. I'm Roy, by the way. Hello nice again, Roy. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna guess, but I thought better not. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. So you just, what's the name of your band? My band's called Echo Pressure, um, uh-huh. and we're also putting on the night tonight. It's like a, a kind of club night we've been starting up, trying to get local bands to play together instead of playing kind of like having instead of having a set or a, or a show where you have four bands from all over London. I'm trying to sort of put on shows where I bring bands from East London to a venue in East London, so that hopefully you know people will come. <laughs> Listeners can't see this, but I'm nodding heavily yeah, in agreement right. because yeah, I'm yeah. all for that. So yeah. how did you come across the other band? Who else played tonight? Um, so a band called Corinthians played, and they're um, kind of also in the scene in this part of London. Um, I know two or three of them from other bands and like friendships, and I just sort of know of what they're doing. And we also played together about a year and a half ago. We actually played a gig together, um, and you know I've always wanted to put on one again, and then this came around. Um, the other two bands, one of them actually was recommended to me by the venue itself. Okay. The venue said this band, they're called Cagework. Are really good. They're gonna. They're sort of up and coming. They want to play a show. Put them on. So I put them on. And then uh, the opening band is a guy who is making electronic music in his bedroom, um, and essentially was friends of our bassist. So we put him on. So like basically we're trying to keep it with a personal connection between all of the musicians. Yeah. So that people have a reason to watch each other and to stick around and to talk. Yes. All this kind of stuff. It, yes. You know, it's a reaction for some extent from us of playing and going to too many shows where it's like one crowd for one band, but they all leave and then the next pack, you know, that's not a scene, that's not a uh, community, that's, yes. that's um, just, you know, there's no point. And what I want to do, I'm, what I'm interested in is the scene and the community and bringing people together in a way that they can connect with each other uh, Absolutely. In, a, in a real life situation in the local place you know preaching to the choir That's so good. what part of East London are you normally stretching out towards um, so I live in Haggerston uh, but I'm around Haggerston Stoke Newington Hackney Wick that this kind of I mean it's essentially just Hackney you know Hackney yeah. is, is my area but I kind of the way that living and people have moved I guess Peckham is kind of almost can sort of be like considered the um, fringes of okay. the, the sort of scene. You can just about there's, count. there's people down there <laughs> yeah. as well, like southeast. It's like east, northeast, southeast. Yeah. That's what we're sort of looking at. It's almost like that train line that goes from uh, Highbury down to uh, 
Highbury down to Surrey Keys, you know, that, that train line, yeah. like, almost like along that, that's what I'm interested in, like, that's the, the bands and the people. So I'm not, you know. what came first for you, the band that you're in or the nights you've been putting on? So for me it was the band I'm in, and uh, I used to work in a pub in East London, uh, Stag's Head, down in Hoxton. And that, that was kind of like, that had promotions, but also a lot of people who were in bands used to work there and come there. And I met a lot of people just through, I was a barman there, and I met a lot of people that way. And that sort of, I'd always done bands since I was 14, you know, very young. Yeah. But that kind of gave me an insight into what was happening around the local area. And I was playing in a band at the time, and we were doing gigs, and like gigs in Hackney and Dalston, mm -hmm. and we met even more people. Basically, like a couple, for a couple of years, I sort of felt like, all the bands that everyone was in when I started doing it all broke up and people started doing other things. And now I feel like everyone's kind of got a new project and it's time to try and get, get something new going. Again. Yeah, absolutely. So how long ago did everyone seem to disperse a little bit? It must have been like two to three years ago. Um, Is that like when that. your most recent band started? Your band my band has started just about two years before that. So it's been about five years of my band. But, um, How many people are in your band? Who is your so band? So my band has got Joe on drums, mm -hmm. he's got Nathan on bass, mm -hmm. and he's got Jin on guitar. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nathan and me, when I've been friends since we were kids. Joe I met him when I was about 19, um, playing music. And then Jin was Joe's friend who I only met when I was 22 or something. So, I mean, okay. I'm 28 now, and like, I met all these people through these different channels. So you, you all go to some degree way back, like you all know each other. Yeah, right? yeah, and I think to some, I mean to some extent, it's there's something about that that makes it. I think it'd be harder to start a new thing right now with new people and get the same level of kind of commitment. And, yeah, absolutely. And, because there's something about knowing people for a long time, and, you know. When you have a rehearsal or something, they're more inclined to show up because exactly. they know each other. Exactly, yeah. When it's a gig, they exactly. want to do their part, that kind of thing. Exactly. Whereas if you get more like a band full of guns for hire, yes. it's much easier to just flake out and not show up as exactly, because yeah. there's not that personal also, also, I think because, because what I'm really interested in is not like being really famous and making lots of money, but it's culture. And like when you go up around people and you carry that through your life, then the kind of culture that you're from and wherever you're exposed to in the future and like in your life that you live, you've still got that reference point. And you kind of, you know, you react to new situations and new things and new sounds and new ideas, but you can kind of, there's a, there's a level of connection. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that's what culture basically is. It's like, you know, people coming together in groups and having a connection and carrying that forward. Well, so, that's you know. what I'm hoping to shine a light on here Good. in London, all Good. parts of London. So, how many of these nights have you put on so far? This is only the second one, right? I decided like, it's basically my New Year's resolution to start doing this. Same here, so, yeah, same right. good, good. 2018 good. so far so That's good, it. we're yeah, doing yeah. So do you have the next one kind of planned? Like, how far along are you with um, the plans for the next one? I know when it's going to be, it's going to be in May, and that's as much as I know. And if people want to find out more about these nights or about your band, where can they find out more? Um, they should follow Echo Pressure. So we've got a website, which is echopressure.com. That's echo pressure, one word. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, all of the normal social media channels. But you know, it's just, uh, I mean, the Victoria lists us at our gigs as well. So like the Victoria always, I'm always doing them at Victoria and they'll list our shows. Um, but yeah, I mean, what my, I mean, a lot of people who were local came down tonight and that was really good. And that's what I want. What I want is for, I want it to be for the people I know and the people who live here. I don't, I don't want to do something that's not going to reflect the community. Because I mean, like, 
Yeah. I think it should be for and of the community and I'm not interested in the commercial aspects. I want it to be music about people living here by people living here. And like for me that's that's what I want it to do. See, my ethos is kind of similar. My the watermark for me is CBGBs and just the yeah, idea of there being right. a place where people can go, do their own thing, get better at it, maybe yeah, build their ambitions absolutely. or whatever. But it has to be somewhere regular, you get to know each other, you, Absolutely. you just start to fine-tune your craft. I think that's a massive thing that gets overlooked as well, is the fact that people don't start out fully formed. Yeah. And a lot of the time, you know, especially in London, a band can start and then go into like playing support slots with industry contacts or whatever, and then it's over in six months, because they didn't make it quick enough, and it's kind of like, what well, is a stupid model, you know? It's, you shouldn't be putting pressure on people to achieve something by a certain amount of time or they haven't done it. Because, yeah. you know, they might do it in five years' time. They might do it in three months' time. They might do it in 20 years' time. And, like, it's not... That, for me, like, that's, that's what culture is about. It's about time. It's about things happening over time and yeah. people learning about the space they're in and the, the things they think. That's not something that reveals itself quickly. That's something that will reveal itself over your life. And you've got to be willing to commit for life basically that's, that's it you know. on that philosophical note <laughs> I'll put on it. thank you so much again. No, well, thank it. you for uh, having a chat with me that's no great kick it okay testing yep we're good for levels cool. so I am still in the Victoria venue with two members of the headline band Corinthians care to introduce yourselves I'm Angus and I play the bass and the synth and samplers <laughs> I, play, I play some things <laughs> I'm Fran I'm playing drums so how long have the two of you been in Corinthians um, I only joined about a year ago, I would say. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a noob. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, because the the and the sort of there was a sort of lineup switch around, and everyone sort of changed instruments when I joined to fill in the role of Toby, who left. Um, and he was an amazing musician, so it was quite nice to actually take his place and be valued enough to take his place because he's great. <laughs> Shout out to Toby. What yeah. about you, Frank? I just want to say that I never changed instruments. I've been faithful to drums the whole way through. But I have been I've been involved. So I've known Alex for years and years actually, and then um, we went on tour together uh, like three years ago. And during that tour, with a different band that I was playing. A different band. Join, join, join. 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 All right, Alex, the man, the myth, the legend, has just joined us. No, no, no. Fran was just telling me about how long he's been in the band. He said he's known you for ages and ages. Too long now. Yeah. There's a cut-off point. Until now. So you said you've been on tour before. We met on this tour, playing with separate bands, and and I I kind of saw this guy who was drumming in the band and was like, I definitely recognise this guy. I can't think where from. And it took until about it took about, about sort of three and a half hours, and finally I realised that I we played in a band about two years before that for like one show in Newcastle somewhere. So, um, <laughs> so Alex knew that I played drums, and then asked me if I'd kind of get involved in Corinthians and stuff. All right, Alex, what do you do in the band Corinthians? Uh, well, it's kind of my bedroom project, I guess, so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, DIY. Nonsense. <laughs> oh, is um, this another member of the band that's joined us? Hey. Hi. Oh, what's your name, sir? Daisy. Hi, Daisy. What do you do in the band Corinthians? Don't I... be concerned about the microphones. Pretend it's a normal conversation. Uh. <laughs> 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 
I'm just a new member covering someone at the moment, so I'm singing and playing a sampler. Alright, how new are you as a member? Uh, this is the first gig I've done, and I've had two rehearsals. How's it going so far? Really fun, love it. <laughs> you don't have to say that because they're here, you can be honest. Yeah, no, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. do, you know, are you, do you have any more gigs planned that you're going to be playing in? Uh, we don't know that yet, I don't know. So you don't even know like when the next gig is at the moment. We have some in the calendar, but yeah. I never remember where they are. And Alex <laughs> will. Uh, <laughs> we've got one on the eighth of June, is it? Playing a festival in Norwich for the BBC yeah. introducing. Oh. And a festival later on in June. I have them, but I don't have them in my calendar. Ever the professionals, these guys. <laughs> we'll, send, we'll send you a list through. Eighth of June. Eighth of June was. Eighth of July. <laughs> 8th of July for BBC Introducing in Norwich. That's not impressive. I'm sure there will be some more shows at some point. One of the shows. Hello. We were just thinking about what the next gig is for Corinthians. Um, we, we've not got much coming up apart from July. Okay. Um, that is a BBC Introducing show in Norwich, of all places. Um, not bad, at not the, bad. I think the City Fair um, on the 8th of July, I believe. Or cool. the 7th. We've, we haven't been scheduled yet, but that, it's over that weekend. Um, so you were saying earlier that Corinthians is a bedroom started as a bedroom project for you. Yeah, it's just my my kind of solo project, I guess. And um, so, when did you first start to bring other people into it? Um, when I knew that I didn't want to do it alone, <laughs> live. Um, so, who just, among us was the first to get roped into Corinthians Live? It was Fran, actually. In this lineup, I want. Yeah. So, Gordon, surely. Yeah. He's not here. But Gordon's not here. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, is Gordon? Was he Gordon playing the guitarist tonight? that just left? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so Gordon was is the longest standing member apart from you. Yeah. In Corinthians. That's fair. Then comes Fran. Yeah. And we were kind of. Um, it all came about because a friend of mine was organising a night at a festival mm-hmm. called Wilderness, and uh, she wanted a psychedelic band to um, just play some music. Um, in in this big top tent, mm-hmm. so that kind of gave me the basically the kick up the ass that I needed to make the live band possible. Oh, so were you were you already making kind of psychedelic music 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 to yeah. fit the bill of what yeah. they were looking for? Yeah, and well, she wanted some covers as well, so we did a load of those. Um, you know, like and didn't want to just show up with a USB stick and a laptop and just DJ oh. that way. No, no, no. <laughs> we were like. It was quite cool. <laughs> we were just part of a um, part of the sort of this world she would created for this kind of um, festival party night, you know. Um, oh. How so long ago we were, was that then? Uh, three, four years. Yeah. That was when I first met a lot of you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. So outside of Corinthians, do you guys also make music yourselves? So yeah, so I sort of sporadically make beats and stuff. <laughs> in air quotes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, play in a variety of other bands, like session stuff. Okay. Playing his band, playing Fran's band. So Fran, you have your own band as well. So I do a different thing, which is a bit more um, piano, electronic focused, which is called Ajumal. And I'm lucky enough to be able to work this guy in. And Alex has been involved as well, and, and Daisy is involved in various capacities as well. So actually, it's kind of quite incestuous sort of setup. How we like it here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the nice thing is when you've got talented friends and generous friends who like have skills that it's nice that, to be able to help each other out and stuff. And I think that's kind of we overlap quite a lot in all our different projects. 
Yeah, it's nice actually that everyone sort of works with everyone. Very reliable sort of scene. In fact, that you know everyone and they're all good. You know, yeah, I mean, you guys there's, are there's, there's, really, there's, really talented. You know, you know, if you're going to ask someone to do something, they'll do it properly and well and with yeah, like, yeah. enthusiasm. And, and if they don't, then you excommunicate them. Yeah, then you, then you, <laughs> you kill them and you leave them Friendship. in the dumpster. But, yeah. No one speaks of it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny oh. Toby, actually. That's why. I haven't actually seen him in that yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no Toby. <laughs> we love you, yeah. Toby. <laughs> so what about you, Daisy? Do you make any music yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Angus's band, sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're also in a wedding band as well, so we play people's oh, right. weddings and birthdays. Oh, yeah. When you say we, is it just you and uh, Angus? Me and Angus and a few other people. Uh, have you been in that band? No. no. Not yet? Not yet, yeah. That's <laughs> a little bit time. So you all are very tied into each other in making music. Is it safe to say you knew everyone that was in the crowd tonight? Is it a wide-reaching mm. community when it comes to audience as well as performers? I didn't actually know anyone in this crowd. Okay. There, was, there was a little bit of... A, there's, like, the guys from, like, Factory Seconds were here, and there's, there's, a, there's like, a sort of... A, a sort of Stoke Newington, Dalston kind of scene that you, you do come across the same people. I mean, you guys know them better than I do. Like, mm. they're definitely like Michael Thomason and all that. Uh, your mates. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Michael. Hi, But within, like, from the other bands, for example, like uh, one of the other bands we, we've known in, again, various formats. So they had, we played with them before and they asked us if we wanted to get involved in the show. Mm. So you kind of, that's the nice thing, I guess, about a scene again that you sort of tie each other into shows and, and um... yeah we weren't expecting lots of people to come who we don't know tonight because uh, we weren't meant to be headlining initially this show it wasn't going to be like a thing we had to push yeah. uh, but and also it's Wednesday night yeah I think it was a really nice show and, like, yeah 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 really I mean there was a good crowd um, but <laughs> yeah <laughs> Are you making a video? <laughs> I just must want to take a photo of this, actually, because I forget to do that part. Sure. Um, so you each have, to some degree, some individual music that you make. At what stage... You said you started bringing other people in when it came to playing live. Yeah. Is it still a very much a personal thing when it comes to writing the music, or is it more of a band thing as well now? It's still just me. Um, I... I don't know, it just seems to end up that way. Um, I would love to get other people in and to do all that, but it takes so much time and so, effort. Yeah. At what stage of the writing process do you bring it to the band? Do you finish the whole composition and then say, right, this is, these are the parts? Because like the harmonies and stuff that you guys are doing up there, the music is very intricate. So at what point do you bring other people in? Is it just when it's finished or is it part of the writing as well? Usually when it's finished. Um, but yeah, having said that, I'd like to start bringing more unfinished things. Hint, hint, guys, too. To rehearsals. Now <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to put actual I'm mental out. effort into, <laughs> into everything. So, the music that you played tonight, how old was the oldest piece that you played? Oh, God. Um, Let's give are we talking away. Like, every band has, like, yeah. ancient songs that you rehash and stuff. Are we talking, like, when it the first germ of when they were written or like when they were written yeah mm. so how far back does the composition go when it comes to Corinthians um, do you remember the, when you first made something and thought this is for this project uh, not okay. for something else I, I would say like four years ago yeah um, but this, some things I've been like playing around with for like ten years and there's some things yeah. I'm still playing around with from ten years ago like it's, it seems to be a very 
long process for me. But it's nice. It's just to kind of trickle through. There's always something I can be yeah. working on. And, um, so there's just things develop over time, isn't it? And then because yeah. I remember when um, the first Corinthians thing I heard was when we were on tour, uh, both as separate bands, and you played. Uh, a song which we didn't play tonight called Carried Away and so sort of the other band members joined in in harmony and I was really blown away by how beautiful it was I, I was I, I, yeah I was taken aback so that was really <laughs> no, yeah, I was blushing I thought it was like a really beautiful song so actually it was straight from the, straight away I was like keen to be involved so that was nice so what about you Fran and Angus it's like, yeah. <laughs> Angus uh, you both make music as well so how long, ago, how long have you been making your own side projects? My, my current side project that I, that I do, that, I mean, I don't really do anything with. Like, I've been doing, I've been doing it for you know, three or four years as well, I suppose. But, it, I mean, like, I put out a record last year, and I'm putting out another one this year, but it's just, like, pressed a cassette. Like, we do, like, we did 100 copies the last one, we're probably going to do 50 of this one. But in terms of, like, my own stuff I've ever been... Since I was like 10 or something, so a while, but this this current thing has been about, about a four year project, and Daisy sings on it and stuff sporadically. And naturally, I would expect nothing worse. Yeah. yeah, Angus used to be in this band when he was about 15, and it was like my favorite band, and he was like the hottest guy. <laughs> <laughs> they were called Baculum, and they were getting really famous. Baculum, Baculum, yeah, that's the, pe- the penis bone of an animal. Yeah. <laughs> We got offered at one point to be the next busted, so we turned that down, yeah. obviously. <laughs> and, that was uh, so good. Yeah, and then we, yeah, part of me has always regretted regret that. that. <laughs> and then part of me is also glad I didn't do that. It's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Fran? How long ago have you been making your own personal music? Um, I've been writing music for a little while and playing in bands for a long, a long time. But um, uh, this the project that I do on, um, alongside this is called Ajumal, and that's kind of released the first album about three years ago I'm just kind of working on the second release now so I've been going a little while as well so um, is this mainly recording or is, is there a live there's a live side for it as well we're actually Angus and I are off on tour in a couple of weeks time very soon so like, sooner yeah, than when it's been exactly yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be couch surfing and interrailing around Europe and since all of you do have like more than a toe dipped in the creative pool what's the work passion balance like for you how much time do you spend on music and not on music I'll start with you Alex and go around the room uh, at the moment it seems like I'm spending all my time on music which is great uh, so I'm working on like one or two other projects um like recording someone's, someone else's music for the first time, which is great. Um, but yeah, usually it kind of just inhabits every spare minute I have. Is it always ticking over outside. somewhere in the mind, like something you're working on? Yeah, outside of like work for money, um, it uh, yeah occupies all the time, which is difficult for a social life. Yeah. But you know. That's well, I guess to some degree, your music side is your social life. Yeah, 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 true. And what about you, Daisy? What's your work passion balance like? Um, I try and spend, because I make videos as well, music videos, so I try and spend every working hour at the moment doing that and then having to work a boring job in the evening. Okay. So I try and dedicate a lot of time to So just like kind of sleep is optional? Sleep is optional, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Dave it's amazing Wilson. how much you can run on absolutely no sleep. <laughs> she says while shaking. <laughs> 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 Everything's normal. <laughs> and what about you, Fan? What's the? I was just going to say, Daisy's being very modest because she's also like a professional choreographer and amazing dancer. Hey, so that's pick yourself yeah. up. <laughs> I, know. I, know. Uh, so I have another job on the side as well, which is kind of uh, I'm quite fortunate to be able to dip in and out. Of, um, but it's really hard actually being able to like sustain that balance between friends are doctor so. <laughs> 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 between, yeah it's, it's I mean I'm very fortunate in that I can I can kind of work flexibly actually at the moment um, but uh, yeah it's still really really hard uh, to be able to balance everything and make ends meet and pay for stuff and like it's really difficult I think but are you actually a doctor yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> so cool. And what do you specialise in, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, so I don't specialise at the moment. So I, I finished my studies and then I worked for a bit and then I'm now kind of... He's a sham. I'm a sham. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's like Dr. Nick from Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I work freelance, like doing uh, mostly A&E stuff. Which is really nice. It's really nice that it just gives me a lot of flexibility, and, and it's um, yeah. There's a lot of holes in the system at the moment because of various pressures. So it means that there's a lot of there's a lot of shifts that need covered. Um, but so that's what allows you to kind of dip in and out. Yeah. So it gives me a lot of flexibility actually to be able to then take. The nice thing is that I couldn't work full time and I couldn't work part time because it wouldn't give me the flexibility I need to be able to you know take opportunities like recording when that comes up and touring when that comes up and those kind of things so um, I'm quite fortunate in that regard but um, yeah it's still still a challenge How about you Angus? I mean I don't really do anything (laughs) I mean I I, I spend like I would say almost all my time making music of some kind like I I specifically buy gear that I can use on the train and stuff I like my, my other job to Alex in fact Kind, lovely Alex hooks me up with is recording audiobooks. Um, oh, oh, oh. So, so everything I do is kind of vaguely audio, and then I, I play for Fran and I play in some other bands. And but yeah, I'd say every, every, every all, everything I do is just trying to like you know. In fact, right now it's the only time I haven't been like slightly drumming a really bad rhythm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. the longest you've gone. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I feel music. a bit sick. But yeah, please, please <laughs> tell them about the porn. Oh, I record oh, a lot wow. of porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are, are you serious? I thought the, dr- the doctor thing was a joke, but it wasn't. Yeah. You actually. No, yeah. So it's, no, it's, it's, it's audiobooks. Like 50, 50 Shades of Grey. Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's changed the face of the audiobook world, and now me and Alex spend a lot of our time listening to people. <laughs> Feeling a bit awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Talking filth to us over a microphone. So <laughs> adult literature is yeah. like yeah. where you're. It's yeah. like zombie porn and like yeah. unicorn porn. Wow. Oh, I didn't work on the unicorn porn. I did, I did some zombie porn. Like, specialist kind of. Yeah. That wasn't quite because there was too much breath on that one. penis, please. So that's what me and Alex do. I know he's trying to pretend he doesn't do this, but I only record shattering works of literature. Alright, and just to round it up, can you just let us know the different stuff you are working on and where people can find it online? Angus, we'll start with you. Um, so, uh, so I, I make I make like uh, depressing electronic beats. Uh, you can find it at pik really underscore good. music for my Instagram, and my Bandcamp is 
what's the band camp address? Uh, pickduo.bandcamp.com P-I-K for Pip and yeah there you can buy records and stuff on there and yeah, there's more coming out this year another record coming this year and then there will be one at the end of the year as well hopefully alright cool that's fair um, so it's Ajimal which is A-J-I-M-A-L mm-hmm. so if you look for Ajimal online uh, all the Twitter and SoundCloud handles are Ajimal Music is there um, a meaning behind that name by the way? Yeah, it's a it's a slightly long convoluted story, but okay. it has to do with a um, everything with Fran is a long convoluted story. <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with a um, I met a strangely I met a voodoo an ex voodoo priest who used to practice under the name of Ajimal um, under a dictatorship in Haiti. Strangely, so I before I knew anything really about this guy, I, I liked the sound of the word. Yeah. I wrote it down and um, and then I came back to it later on, and it just seemed like a fitting thing to start this project under. So. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where so it comes from. SoundCloud is the main place to check Sa- SoundCloud and uh, all the Facebook, Twitter, all the rest of those kind of things. Spotify? Spotify, yeah, exactly. That's one. Uh, Ajimal. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yeah. And Daisy, what about you? Uh, I think you can find my music videos and dancing at daisysmith.co.uk and also my production company is Bad Baby Productions. You can find all the stuff I'm doing at the moment mm. there. Cool. And Alex? Let me find your stuff. Well, <laughs> I keep it hidden. <laughs> uh, Corinthians, uh, you'll find us on Facebook. Corinthians Band, I think, on Facebook. Yeah. Also, corinthiansband.bandcamp.com. That's, that's the finest way to hear our music, which you can download and buy. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram uh, and SoundCloud. Corinthians Band as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else do I do? I think that's about it, really, for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, that's it for me as well. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Thank and thank you for a very good show. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank and that was that episode. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Alex, Ziggy, Angus, Fran, Daisy, Alex, and I've once again forgotten the f- missing member of the band Corinthians, but thank you to them as well on a fantastic show thank you to the victoria in dalston for hosting the show and thank you to jams and cagework i'm and echo pressure sorry that i missed your your bands performing but thank you for playing the show anyway uh i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode you can find me in the usual places at saddest night out on twitter and instagram saddest night out at gmail.com if you wish to email me any comments questions anything whatsoever and patreon.com forward slash saddest night out should you wish to donate to the cause and as is tradition i play a little bit of music to end this episode this is just a random piano ditty that i don't know i feel like it could play it could soundtrack a very important moment in a movie trailer or something and there's a good chance i might mess it up and it's slightly daunting considering i spoke to a few piano players on this episode so if they listen back to this no judgments okay all right here we go
that is that. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. Take care.